Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There but for the grace of God, go with me. With a nickel-sized hell and a damaged wind. We rode over New York, never let us back in. We blew out the lights, kicked the windows in. And when the law showed up, said they're gonna have to take us in. That's get on my music. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Chad Dukes Show. I am your host and captain today, Gigantor and first time tuning in i'm the executive producer uh if you are a longtime listener welcome back glad to have you we've got a big show for you all today a really fun week of the show so you're gonna hear a good amount of that we'll get to you uh some of the uh, ask shoe of the week uh there's a, a a big pizza conversation that i'd like to reflect back on uh during this show and then a show not member I'd say character at this point, uh, became the new one seed, and you'll hear all about that, as this was a Duke's recommendation for the free show, because this person needed such recognition that uh, you're going to hear it, everybody's going to get to hear it, and about the, um, to say it, heroic act that this person had performed, but we'll get to all that in a little bit. I am sitting here in eager anticipation of tonight because tonight is the big jacket bonus show if you don't know what that is it is exactly what it sounds like we are just going to do a show in big jackets and talk about the big jackets i don't know how it's going to go but as we get closer and closer to start time i am uh, getting more and more excited about it because it's silly uh it is that, that, that's just something that we do in the show that I, I, I appreciate. I appreciate that we can kind of cut loose and do whatever we want. It is going to be a lot of fun, and I am going to need to make some money back after last night when I got hoard in poker, uh, which was just the worst. It's the worst, especially when you've been on a heater in poker, uh, and you've just been taking the money from your friends, and you're like, oh, man... I'm so good at this. I know what I'm doing. Uh, we got new players tonight. They don't really know the game of poker like that. They don't know how I play. So I'm sitting here, okay, no, nah, it's going to be fun. We'll hang out. We'll have some beers and we'll play some poker. Uh, but at the end of the day, I haven't lost in poker to these fools in, forever, in, in maybe ever. But I uh, lost a lot last night. I, I At least for me, I'm a cheap person. I don't like losing money. I really dislike it, actually. I know nobody likes it, but um, it was very, very frustrating uh, to see my pile go to zero and then buy back in 
that goes to zero. You buy back in again, that goes to zero. And all of the people that you have been destroying in the past two, three years eh, are just sitting there with palaces of chips. And I'm just like, wow, it's just not my night. It wasn't my night. And poker's fun. Poker's fun, especially with your friends. You're sitting there like, I don't know how much I enjoyed tonight, but I need to make my money back and I'm going to do so. I'll probably put some action on tonight. You saying, how are you going to do that? Well, I have officially set the lines for tonight's big jacket bonus show. It is going to be, it's a toss up, but I'll give you the lines here. I made these, no other lines replaced. This is my line. So if you're trying to bet on the tour sports book, these are the lines that I have set. Hot man, Ted, I'm giving him plus 1200 odds. And you're saying, wow, that's a, you really have him as an underdog. I do. I do. Uh, I know that he is a part of this. I've heard that he has a big jacket. I haven't seen it, uh, but it's going to be stature based in size and Ted is not a very large gentleman. So it's going to be odd to see how this plays out. This is obviously a a blind Vegas line where you don't really know that much, so you just got to say, all right, on based on what we know, I'm going to have to set him down here at plus 1,200. Coming in next is Casey Dukes at plus 800. I've heard that he has a big jacket. He was one of the first names out, uh, but we lost Ant-Man, and we now we're down to five participants, including myself. I'm putting Casey at plus 800. No clue about it, but he is a larger gentleman, so I will have to keep him right there at that number. Coming in third here, Monk plus 700. And Monk is getting a bump over Casey because he is a very, very competitive man. And I know that Casey is as well, but Monk will just throw his money uh, at the issue or if there's a competition or if we're going fishing. He's going to stop and he's going to buy the best of the best. And obviously... Uh, he is the presenting sponsor of the Chad Duke Show. It's every show is presented by Monk's Barbecue in Percival, Virginia. Uh, if you're looking for some barbecue over the weekend for the football playoffs, why don't you go out there, head out there, give yourself a, a big boss hog and be the the hero of the party. Uh, don't just heat up uh, cheese on tortilla chips uh, and just cl- claim that those are nachos. No, go out to Monk's. Buy a ton of barbecue in this the boss hog i can't recommend it enough it's a perfect party platter uh but he obviously does not need my endorsement but the show as always presented by monk uh from monk's barbecue and he is coming in at plus 700 i'm not sure what this jacket's going to be i wouldn't be surprised if it still has the price tags on it so i have to put him at plus 700 knowing that he is a wild card and that he can definitively change the game uh depending on whatever actions he's taken in the week to win this Coming in next, second favorite to win, in my opinion. Uh, that is Dukes himself at plus 250. I've seen Dukes's jacket. I've seen his big jacket. It is enormous. It is one that I would be confident in with a blind panel. Uh, then that's how they, they would probably give it a nod, but we have an odd crew. Uh for tonight we got an odd audience uh where people get a hang up because it's dukes and you get a, you don't want the favorite and you don't want this and that no no it's a big jacket he is deservedly so in second place uh f- before the show obviously 
This is just how I'm projecting it to uh, pan out. Uh, and then Tor, me, coming in first at a plus 200 because I know my stature, I know my jacket, I'm confident in both, and it's just, it's a little overwhelming when you really see it. Now, if I were really going to take action on this, um, I think I would actually go in on Ted because it's sight unseen, and maybe his stature could give him an advantage in this whole thing. It really could uh, because it could the jacket could accentuate uh, for his dimensions and all this and that. So my money would be on Ted just to make money, uh, but I still think that I am the favorite going into it. Those are my lines. I, I know it's going to be, it's a little odd uh, hearing someone say that they have themselves winning going right before this. I mean, it's not an MMA match. We're just going to be sitting around talking about jackets. Uh, but I do have myself as the clear favorite for the biggest jacket uh, in the room tonight. Uh, and now, for what you've actually been waiting for, instead of this babble, uh, it is the Chad Duke show, and we will get you through some of the best of the week only after I tell you about our good friends at Manscaped. And they have been on for, I think, since last February. And they've been fantastic. They have decided to sign on for another, uh, I think, three months. Uh, so it is a great service. And if you're looking to buy your husband anything for Valentine's Day, which is coming around the corner here, and you're thinking, wow. You know, last Valentine's Day, I got him a belt or I got him a tie or some cologne. That's all good. It's all very good. But this year, you can help yourself. And this is for the ladies. You can help yourself. Buy him something that you want him to use. And that is a Manscaped 4.0 trimmer. And then maybe he can start cleaning up a little bit. You guys are a little bit happier. He starts watching how he's how he's looking. And then you're, you're sitting there with a more confident life. He's walking around more confident. Everybody's more confident when they know they are shaved down there. So go to manscaped.com, use the promo code DUKES, D-U-K-E-S, for 20% off and free shipping. That's the promo code DUKES for 20% off and free shipping. Your spouse will thank you. Now, on with the jokes from the funny man. Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice-cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com. Uh, I got to give my, my favorite person in the world, my new best friend, I got to give a big verbal nod. Uh, and I've said this many times on the show. When you're Chad Dukes, you walk in the valley of the shadow of disappointment, and um, everyone lets you down, and it's just the way that it goes. I don't mean any respect to you two, but of course you are primary figures and all that. Uh, Aunt Joe, go down the list. Fan of radio. There's not one person in this world <laughs> that um, this week. <laughs> that lives up to what they claim they're going to do for me. Uh, I, I, my, as I sit here, my lips are parched. No cotton hollow whiskey has passed through them in many a month. Uh, Money Monk, go down the list. Nobody lives up to what they say they're going to do. Uh, the only person on earth uh, the hero that I need, that we all need. Uh, Tor, if you don't mind, please pull up uh, Hero off the uh, Spider-Man soundtrack because I'm going to need that. That is that is the new official walkout music for Orgy Beard because the only person <laughs> on this planet that I could trust, Nant man you know this to be true because you sat there as you watched Orgy Beard come in here and display his heroics. Yes. The only thing on earth that I care about is watching people play Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat action figures. It's the only thing that I do in my personal time that isn't about this show. 
Uh, I abstain from talking about it to, to not bore all of you, the fucking listeners. Here it is. This is the song that I sing about Orgy Reed when I'm in the shower. And I, I'm, I'm down only two showers a week, by the way. It ain't looking good for your pal. Oh, no. It's bad. It's bad. We're in a bad... You know, yeah, man's down bad with his pants. I'm down bad in other ways, Gigantor. I walk in today, and not only is Orgy Beard here, but Orgy Beard is wrapping up. Wrapping up. Because you know what Orgy Beard didn't do? He didn't come here to be a plebe. He came here. He came here to be a hero. <laughs> and the way that Orgy Beard tore as a hero is I don't even have to sit and watch him bent over putting together the new addition to Shelf Realm here in the studio. He'd already had it buttoned up as Dukes <laughs> walks in to make with the haha, to make with the waka waka. You know what he did? He turned to me and he said, Dukes, I'm happy to do it. And then he fucking left like the gangster ass gangster that he is and i just want to say first of all george beard you gave me the greatest gift anyone could ever have which is you leaving secondly <laughs> you gave me another tremendous gift which you didn't come here with a gift and then hand me a receipt i can't even tell you how much that means to me and then he didn't come here tour simply to fucking spend time he came here to save us and he had that shit wrapped up by the time I was walking in. I come goose-stepping off the fucking uh, elevator there, and I look, and Shelf Realm has already expanded. Then he picks up all the cardboard from the shelves that he bought from Ikea and says, well, I'll see you guys later, and walks right out the front fucking door. Didn't leave a mess. Didn't leave his tools. Well, he left his tools everywhere, but that's fine. I'm used to that. I'm friends with Ant-Man. I, by the way, I pick up Ant-Man's tools in my house on a weekly basis. What the, where the fuck did this come from? It sh sheds tools everywhere all over the fucking house. Orgy Beard is the hero this show needs, and I want to say thank you to him publicly. Who did, We didn't know that the, the fucker from Saliva and the other fucker from whatever the shit song is, Shine Down, when they were singing this, you thought it was about Tobey Maguire? No, it was about that pervert that has fucking 18-year-old 18, 18 girlfriends and has fathered so many children out of wedlock, we lost fucking... That's what they came up with Googleplex for. A Google wasn't enough. That's just for fucking jester. Googleplex for is how many children that Orgy Beard has fathered out of wedlock with married women. And you know what? I don't even judge him for it because sometimes heroes, you need to fucking do a little evil for the greater good. And that's what that man did in here for us today. Now, I want to say thank you to him, and I want to say fuck you to Tor and Ant-Man and everybody's the other person that's ever fucking let me down. Orgy Beard, thank you for being you. Uh, you know what, Orgy? Next time I see you, tell me about your penis. I want to hear it. No. I want to know no. if there's oh, a birthmark, if there's an that. ingrown hair. I want to know if the head is bigger than the shaft. I want to know who you're sliding into. I'll take it all. Give it to me. As a matter of fact, show me your penis. I want you to take those corduroy, those really oh tight socks down. Those tight ass. Have you ever seen tighter pants, Tor? No. You want to talk about tight pants? Fucking Leonard Marshall didn't wear tight pants when he played for the fucking uh, Giants. <laughs> take down those tight pants and let those fucking schwanz breathe in the studio if you like. Go dick waggling back and forth to the back. I know you want to do it. Dick waggle to the back and the dick waggle right back up to the front. I You've think, earned it. I think you're going to regret that last minute. Well, maybe I will. <laughs> but right now, I don't. And all that matters is the here and now. I live in the moment. It's a weird space. I live in the moment, boys. <laughs> lie. You took us to a weird space well, there. <laughs> unfortunately, I was web swinging. I was, on, I was hanging on to Orgy Beard's back like Mary Jane as we were web swinging through the fucking uh, the, uh, alleyways of New York City. All oh, very, very exciting. The modern me mechanical canyons of Manhattan. So I'm grabbing a hold of Orgy Beard's back. <sighs> uh, Orgy Beard brought the little shelf, so now I have more room for Mortal Kombat action figures in the studio. I can just see Orgy walking with his dick out all around. <laughs> yeah, you said you wanted yeah. it. Balls going one way, dick on the other. Oh, boy. 
pubic hair looking wow. like Derrick Henry's fucking braids? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think he, I think it's long, Jack. I think he, I don't think he trims. Is all I'm saying. No, there's no chance. No, no. I think he has like exotic, you know, braiding packages. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, hair extensions. <laughs> Tor actually, he was. Uh, I was back there by. Uh, I was back at Shelf Realm, like readjusting my action figures, like mumbling to myself. <laughs> and Tor's like. What's going on? We got a show to do. <laughs> Is this how it's going to be moving forward? <laughs> you were a little concerned there for a moment. Yeah, we were getting close to start time. And yeah, yeah. You were just sitting there, standing there looking to rearrange it. You're like, I was listing things I like about Orgy Beard in the back, and things I didn't like about Tor. There's like no reason. You all facilitated, right? What? Did you tell him to come up here or anything? You had nothing uh, oh, to do no, with. yeah. We, we were in communication since yesterday okay. about it. God bless him. Doesn't Shelf Realm look? Look at that. I, I, what I think is the great. big one is Shelf Realm. The small one will be Nether Shelf. Nether Shelf is the small one. And now I've got room for more. So if anybody would like, if anybody's feeling really generous out there, now that I've got more room, uh, there's a, a Scorpion and a Sub-Zero uh, pre-order going on right now on a Sideshow Collectibles. Either one of those would be lovely to have. Just let me know what one you're getting me, because I'll buy the other one for myself. Yeah, actually, we're going through the list of characters that you said, oh, I could get him! Yeah. Well, I got room on the top now. See, the problem is the taller figures, it's, uh, the statues, is difficult to fit inside yeah. of the little boxes, but... Uh, Yes, I'm very, I'm very, I just got my Kung Lao, uh, the reptile just arrived, so now I've got some room, got some room to breathe. All right. I'm telling you, man, that's my most, that's my favorite part of the whole studio. It does look good over there, I gotta Thank admit. You. Thank you, there. you're jealous, aren't you? Uh, you're a collectibles guy, you got nothing but chaos going on where you collect all your shit. I know what's going on with you. Ahoy, Coconut Commandos, Pleasure Island's own Gigantor here to let you know that Ponytails and Cocktails have a brand new album out called Traditional Maritime Music. Their third album features the smash hit All Request Saturday Night and their brand new single Ballad of a Bullshitter. Pick up a hard copy today on CommonwealthDryGoods.com or stop by Commonwealth Dry Goods in Fairfax. Ponytails and Cocktails are also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Bandcamp at Ponytails Music. Friendos at Shoot for M.W. Burke Incorporated. I was just uh, making a little coffee in my kitchen. I had a, had a boxed-in kitchen. There was like a fucking uh, big wall, and um, it was so ugly. Like I mean, clearly all the, the cabinets and the, the, the appliances were outdated. But, you know, I like a nice open floor plan. Now when you walk in, oh, it just feels you can breathe easier in my house now. Uh, and that's because I had my kitchen redone a couple years back by M.W. Burke. Matt and Lisa are good people. Uh, if you're looking to get anything done, bathroom, addition. I Again, they put a urinal in my basement. My brother got a nice wet bar put into. He had an existing area, an alcove, as it were, tour. In his house, they put a, a wet bar in there, which is uh, spectacular. Now you go down there, you got the little ice. You got the ice maker. You got to get a fucking ice maker, man. They, they put the ice thing in there, so he's got like, you know, 20 pounds of crushed ice whenever he wants it. Spectacular. Uh, go to mwburke.com. Arrange a Zoom meeting. If you have any type of project you're even thinking about getting, just talk to him. You can work out the budget, work out the timeline. Spring is coming. You want to get this done before summer. Get it on the books. Matt Lisa, we're listeners. I've supported the show from the beginning, and I've used them several times in my home. They've always done a spectacular job mwburke.com arranges zoom meeting today with them for free and tell them chad duke sent you whether you're drinking by the fire getting ready to send it into arlington like your boy or just trying to find an escape from your eight kids make sure you check out the chad duke show playlist on spotify just go to chaddukeshow.com slash music the official link to your new favorite playlist 
Uh, the pizza place. A lot of people want me to talk about. I, I put out a... Um, I pulled what I like to call an E-Rock uh, tour where I put out a, a cryptic tweet. I've been going back through a lot of uh, segments where E-Rock is trying to be mysterious. I it, I never... Um, a lot of the shit they said about E-Rock on the show. What? what what's wrong? So nice. I, I love nice him. Guy. I'm about to say something yeah. nice. Oh, sorry. A lot of shit that E-Rock took shit for on Opie and Anthony uh, was crap. Like getting harassed on his honeymoon every time he went... Like he would, everyone could take vacation except E Rock. Like, you know, the physical fitness challenge stuff. Like, it was, a, it was a bunch of shit. Like, he shouldn't have gotten his balls busted that much. Yeah. But the one thing that they were 100% correct about is that E Rock loves to be mysterious. And the things that they accused him of on that show of sending cryptic texts so that you will respond and be like, oh, hey, what's going on? He does, he has done that to me many times. And I would probably pick up on it, except I've listened to the show so much that I know what he's doing. I, I pulled an E-Rock on Twitter two nights ago where I put out a tweet saying, I have found good pizza in Northern Virginia. This is not a drill. We'll discuss on the show. And then I went and fucking forgot to talk about it yesterday on the show. Right. So lots of people were tweeting me. Well, not lots, but enough people were tweeting me saying, hey, dickhead, uh, you said you found a good pizza place and then you fell silent. That is 100% the case. And I apologize. I don't like to tweet. Dave Portnoy has kind of ruined this for everybody. Like if you... I used to talk about pizza and food all the time, but he has become synonymous. If you and, and kudos to him, I mean, he is to fucking establish yourself as the guy people think reviews pizza. I can't say that I'm not jealous, but uh, if you try to say anything about pizza online, all you get is Portnoy stuff. Yeah, um, and that's to his credit. But it's also one of the reasons why I don't do it as much anymore. Like I, I used to do a whole thing where I was like, I'm on the quest to find. Good pizza in Northern Virginia. And and don't, I don't want people to think I'm doing this as a hipster bit. I will eat any pizza. I think you're the same way, Tor. Elio's. Oh, fuck up a hot and ready. I, wa oh. I watched you sink your penis into a Totino's down at the beach. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, you were balls deep before I said, you know, I wanted a slice of that too. Um, I think you and I are on the same page where it doesn't matter. I mean, especially here, like people have brought shit pizza here to the fucking radio studio. Yeah. We, we just eat it, you know? It's pizza. It, once the first slice is going, it's a, it's a runaway train. It's the best. Never, yeah, that runaway train never coming back, too. I'll run away on a runway track. Um, so I don't want people to sit here and think this is some sort of hipster pizza take. It is not. But here's what I can tell you after traveling to different areas of this great country of ours. And I haven't been everywhere. But I've been to lots of... I've, I've, I'm not Johnny Cash yet, but I've been to a lot of hot spots and I've been to a lot of places that have some damn good pizza. We don't have good pizza here. No. That, that's not what this is. We have pizza that is good for Northern Virginia, is what I would say. Um, if I may disparage my own you know, origin level. Um, and I think sometimes people don't understand that. So one of the things that happens when I fucking talk about pizza is I get the breakfast meats just come rolling out of the back, right? The ham and the eggs, they all just are fucking, oh, you haven't been to Benadorio's and Chantilly. Yes, I fucking have. It sucks. You suck. If one more person tells me to go to Chow Pizza in Centerville, I'm going to shit on the floor over there. No, no Nobody... Nobody knows what's, what. What's that report going to be? Well, I just that's, I want you. I want you to understand how upset that I will be, and then you cleaning up my shit will force you to understand how sincere I am. Local podcast host shuts down kitchen. Yeah. Local podcast host shits on floor of pizzeria after pizzeria did nothing wrong. 
Like the cops, the cops come in. I'm just back there. It's recommended to me too many times. I was holding up my phone, pointing at the tweet. I can do this. <laughs> oh, I should get the pepperoni and sausage. How about this? You're going to get the rocky road. You know how dumb that would be? Like, the person that sent the tweet, first of all, has no idea they did anything wrong, and then I wouldn't be hurting them. I would just be hurting the business that didn't even do anything. Oh, man. Local canceled DJ had diarrhea all over the kitchen of Chow Pizza in Centerville. Still trying to ascertain the reason why. All he would do is wave his phone. Look at this! Look at this! I was getting fucking tased. <laughs> Pepper sprayed and fucking beaten. I'd have to, I'd be, have to try to talk you. Talk oh you yeah! All right, bring that Sasquatch over here to get him out of there, Dukes. I'll watch assassins with you. It wasn't worth it. <laughs> I promise. I'll stop calling John for free oil changes. Oh boy. I was talking to him last night, and uh, he mentioned he talked to you. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet, because I think you're going through some COVID stuff. I was like, Tor's, uh, Tor's checking in on our friends. And he's like, yeah, Tor needed some transmission work. So he called me. And I'm like, oh. I was like, does he ever call you just to say hi? He's like, no. And I was like, okay, great. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we'll talk about that in a future episode, I'm sure. Can't um, wait. Huh? Can't wait. Hey, Hank. Hey, Hank. <laughs> you know what I always say? Um. Uh, the point being is I have limited my discussion, even though pizza, I would say, is a primary passion of mine, uh, Gigantor. If you put a, a cheesecake and a pizza pie in front of me, that's that's no contest whatsoever. I, I know that when Ant-Man leaves a barbecue place, he takes peach cobbler with him because he's built different. He's built like you. Everything's cold. He likes his stuff. He's pussy. Uh, men, when they go into some place, they want salty. They want savory. Uh and that's pizza. Pizza is the king snake for salty and savory. Do we agree on that? I know we don't agree on temperatures, but do we do we agree on that? Yeah, all in on pizza. It's the best food. Yeah. I mean, I like steak. I like cheeseburgers. I like bacon. Whatever you know, whatever you're gonna throw out there is something that could stand toe to toe. But good pizza, in my humble estimation, is as good as it gets. Yeah. Uh, tacos are pretty damn good. Pork I, I, don't, is good. I don't think you but I wouldn't even put tacos in the same paragraph as fucking pizza because they could just be fucked up too easily. And also yeah. they're too inconsistent. Now, like pizza is bread, sauce, cheese, topping. Yeah. Tacos are now so weird and there's so many different things on them that I could order tacos from one taco restaurant, go order from one right next door, two completely different things. I guess you could say that Sicilian versus Detroit versus Chicago and all that. Oh, and by the way, while we're talking pizza, fuck all you people that shit on Chicago pizza. I, I'm so fucking tired of whenever someone says, hey, I'm having a nice Chicago pizza. And everyone's like, oh, that's a casserole. It's always the same zings, too. It's the same zings from the same unfunny nation of hacks assholes that all have the collective Borg group think where they all shit on food the same way whenever you post it. I digress. Um... What were you talking about? Pizza. Chicago pizza is good. New York pizza is good. Sicilian style is good. It's all good. The, o the only type I don't like is margarita pizza because it's a hipster fucking vegetarian thing. Go fuck yourself. I don't want to dollop a fucking... I don't even like that word. 
sauce and cheese. I, w- I want it to look like pizza. I don't want it to look like fucking where horses graze, you piece of shit. And if there's a giant slice of tomato on your pizza, you've already lost the day. Yeah, you can fuck off with that. Fuck off forever till you die. This is a difficult thing to talk about because it is the first time I have ever... My favorite pizza that I've ever had, there's two. There's the Tolly's in Secaucus. I had it with much ballyhooed on the Big O and Duke show with a drab. And uh, Bo Schimbeckler, where he infamously dropped the lines, I think I have to fart, trying to ruin all of our afternoons. Uh, Rob Stark was really weird. Um, we ordered the giant garlic knots. We got the pizza pie. It was it was fabulous. The other one is Bella's in uh, Smyrna, Georgia, if you can believe it. It was a suburb outside of Atlanta. My brother lived there. We go. We went there four or five times whenever I would visit him when he lived in Atlanta. When I went down there again to go to the UFC, we went there. When I went down there to marry Bo, I made a point to go there. Still the best pizza ever. And then uh, Steve's Pizza, which was over where Big Bite would eventually become, I think, Papa John's, right over in Burke. If you guys are familiar with the Burke area, you drive down uh, Burke Lake Road and you go on the left, there's a shopping center. They used to have a Taco Bell in it that I used to work at. Behind it was a shitty fucking... I met my daddy's tech there when they were kids, and uh, they used to have to put um, the sh- the cheese and the, the chopped red peppers under glass because there were roaches. There were so many roaches that they would crawl into the... The bottles, uh, but just fabulous pizza, just the best pizza ever. Had. It's honestly, it's strange because I, you know, I just named the place in Northern Virginia, but it is what it is. That's the best pizza I've ever had. Um, I don't know that this is on the level of that, but here is what I can tell you: is that this pizza that I found, I've only had a delivery. I think they have two locations where you can actually go in and sit down, and I kind of wanted to do that tour before I announced this on the show and kind of slung my dick out. Because I've had it twice now. I had to have it twice. We ordered it. Uh, my brother, actually, I have to I have to give Casey Dukes credit. Casey Dukes put me onto this joint. I, I, There's a lot of times that a lot of people like to take credit for opinions I have on this show, and it's bullshit. This is not one. Casey Dukes found this place. It's called Buono, Bu, Buon, B-U-O-N. That's not Buen. What is that? Buon? Yeah. What's wrong with your throat? You got COVID again? No, no COVID. Jesus fucking. What is that, three times for you? <laughs> Buon Appetito. New York pizza. The slug line is real Italian place with only one set of quotation marks. So, you know, English ain't the first language, which I think you have to have to have good pizza. That's a win. I've never seen a guy that looks like me making really good pizza. I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't want to stereotype, but I've just never seen it personally. Um, This is the pizza where. You have to blot the grease. If you don't blot the grease, the grease will run down. I'm, I'm not only like greasy pizza all that much, but that's what this is. It's also the type where they don't really give a fuck about cutting it all that much. <laughs> so when it arrives, it's like, what, where, where do I even start? Because there's so you do not need to order extra cheese at this fucking place. Do not order extra cheese from this place. But the way you tell if someone has good pizza tour is like, I like adding, you know, green peppers, jalapenos, fucking uh, bacon, whatever, ground beef, whatever people put on fucking pizza. Yeah. But the way you tell if it's good pizza is, first of all, you start with the dough. The dough's got to be good. You got to be able to eat the crust comfortably when the whole thing is said and done and enjoy it. Uh, then sauce and then cheese. And then I, I really don't care about structure. A lot of people need presentation. I don't need that. These slices are horrible. Like they, they fall into each other. Like you have to fold them in half. Like there's no balance at all to these slices but they're spectacular um and uh we ordered the pepperoni and cheese that's 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 what you got to order if you if they do good at that if they're they're good with just that then everything else is going to be copacetic um i want to go and eat it there now they have they do their own delivery which is i don't know if they deliver 
to where you are because they deliver to where I am, and that means they probably don't deliver to where you are. I think they're in Chantilly. I think there might be one in uh, Dulles over by the Expo Center. I think that's where it is. Um, it, it, the delivery, I, I've gotten accustomed, I think, as we all have, to shitty DoorDash and Uber Eats. Uh, can we all agree that DoorDash and Uber Eats, the only reason why we still use them is because of how incredibly lazy everybody is? Do we agree with that, Tor? Oh, yeah. Because it's not a good service. No. Um, way ev- too expensive. Way too expensive. I mean, before we get to anything, is there, I mean, I would say cell phone service and cable television. After that, Uber Eats and DoorDash, as far as just obviously ripping you off. I, I just don't know what a service fee is. I know there are people that do. I don't know what it is. I don't know what additional fees are. I know it's I'm basically their money they're making. They want to make that money. Just getting destroyed trying to order a burrito. I tried to order Titans. Uh, you saw that tweet I put out about the Titans tickets I tried to order? Yeah. And there's $600 in service fees. I just, I, I'm not going to be like, and, and, and no one's put a gun to your head when you do Uber Eats, but it's just our own lastitude. It's our own laziness. It's our own sloth like. I would rather eat bad food because it's delivered to me than get up off my big fat ass and drive someplace uh, and pick it up. And the problem is also, Tor, none of these foods were ever meant to be delivered. No. Right? Correct. Like, like when, when you get something from Outback, there's so much condensation on the, on, on the carrying cases. And by, all the greenest liberal motherfuckers that I know in the world, they all do Uber Eats. and Everything's plastic. Everything's single serve. It's got to be killing the fucking planet. There's nothing good about it. The only reason we do it is because we're all fucking lazy. By the way, hand in the air right here. Oh, yeah. Um, I've done a bit where I have driven past the Chick-fil-A on the way home, then sat down at my counter and said, let me order some Chick-fil-A so it can arrive colder and later. And I I don't understand. Like It doesn't make any sense. And then also an issue with with the Uber Eats is that Delivery pizza is is not as bad because they have the the special flaps, the the special sacks that you keep it in to keep the pizza warm. They've same, got it down to a science. Same with the Chinese delivery. It's like, okay, you are specialized in this. You, it's your business. You have a way of keeping everything warm how it should be. Uber Eats, they just pull it up in a sack. Do you know why? Because it's not, it should. No food should go into a sealed plastic container. None of it. The pizza box. It keeps the heat in, but it breathes. It's made out of cardboard. Yeah. The the fucking the the, the 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 Chinese food containers, the rice and the noodles, they come in those little cardboard guys, so that it's not just a big sea of water when you open it up. This food, these people, they don't know what they're doing yet. It's it stinks. Now I digress. The reason why I brought this up, these guys offer their own delivery, which is important. A lot of the places you're ordering from on DoorDash and Uber Eats, if you call them, they will deliver. I learned that from that stupid Domino's commercial where they're giving out gift cards to other people's restaurants. I love that commercial. God bless Domino's for doing that. Because it's almost like it's almost like paying protection. It's like racketeering. Like, if you're a small business, you have to fucking use these apps. Because everyone's so goddamn lazy. It's like the only way you're going to get your name out to get people th- this food. But then you're paying them this enormous service fee and your all of your profit margins go down. We found a, um, a Thai place in uh, by my area. And there's it, it's two restaurants in one restaurant, but one of them is a business that's strictly for it, it's like uh, uh, send nudes is what it's called. So it's like N O O D S. is awful, but that's terrible. Yeah, but it, it's attached to the same Thai place. Uh, Bro dogs ordered from different spots, all the same. Right. All the forks are the same. Tupperware is the same. All of it, and you're like, oh my god, they're just it's just an Uber Eats. Company. It's the ghost kitchen. It, it, We've like, talked about it many times. Yeah. But maybe you're fucking lazy ass. You guys are all capable, young, strapping men. How about you fucking pop a couple quarters into the Razor scooter and head on fucking down, huh? Here. 
Here's Toro with his fucking Bangkok noodles going to bang some cock with fucking Dopey when he gets back to the studio. There he is. <laughs> that's, that's Here's all the road right there. there. <laughs> It'd be good for you. Get some fresh air. Maybe that's why you think it's so goddamn cold all the time is because you're just sitting in fucking heat all day, insulated from the outside world. Uh, you don't want to get in those scooters when you're drunk. There's been, I don't know, three or four big wipeouts right in front of the building. I almost just wiped out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sneezes fucking, they're weird, man. Like, sneezes are either orgasmic or they just feel like getting punched in the face. Have you wiped that in front of your building on a fucking scooter? I haven't, no. I but see that. I've seen, I need the security footage. There, there's a neighbor that has a ring camera. I've oh, almost approached him. Oh, give him my credit card. <laughs> Tell him just to save those clips. I'll give him my cell phone. I'll pay $20 a clip. I've been sitting in the house. I've seen him walk in with scraped knees, ripped jeans, uh, scratches on their elbows and hands. I'm like, what the fuck happened? He's out there blowing each other on the front stoop. He took a hard turn into the bump. I'm like, oh, you guys just... Eight shit. Right Maybe it's better than just what it sounds like you guys do, which is just lay on the couch all fucking day. My, maybe it'd be good for you to get outside and get a little fresh air. I digress. For you to, before you get your Dan Dan noodles. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, this place delivers. So another compliment that I can pay them is, and Joe, I think Joe's been there once or twice, Joe, when we ordered this place. Just the one time. Lightning quick. Like pizza made, and then it is when you open the box, just all the steam rising up. I've never had it. It's not true. I had it cold once. I had a slice cold, and it was fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, but but it's a different thing, Tor. Yeah. Most shit pizza, if you put it in the fridge and then you eat it the next day, you're just so grateful for a slice of pizza in the morning. You're like, oh, that's pretty fucking good. This is good in the form that it's supposed to be. And it's, I don't know. I'd like to try it against like some good pizza in Florida has really good pizza. Uh, Arizona has really good pizza. And it's because all the people from where they know how to make pizza, they leave that place and they go down so they can be warm. Yeah. Um, New York, Chicago, everybody knows that. Detroit's got good pizza. Um, I've had good pizza in uh, Philadelphia, actually, if you can believe it. Um, I'd like to stack it up. It's so difficult because Northern Virginia is such a vapid hole for this that I think you get too excited when you get a good one. So I don't know if that's happening. Here's what I could tell you. It's the best I've had around here since I've been an adult, since I've been old enough to know better. Um, So take that for what it's worth. Hey everyone, if you haven't become a Facebook supporter of The Chad Duke Show or want more information, head to Chad Duke Show on Facebook and click the Supporter Hub tab. It's $5 a month, you'll get access to all the video content from our bonus shows and Friday night boot mannies. Friendos! Shoot here, Joe Azer. Eventually Ant-Man's gonna have to move out of his parents' house. Eventually it's gonna have to happen. I know what his plan is. His plan is uh, to wait him out. But at some point, he'll need a real estate agent. And when he does, it's gonna be Joe Azer. You know how I know? He ain't spending no money on belts. He needs to maximize that earning potential when he sells his parents' house, burns all their stuff, uh, sits there, keeps their cable bill open so he doesn't have to pay it long after they've expired. Uh, Joe Azer is not unscrupulous like that, but he will help men find a new house. It's like he'd help you find a new house, sell your old house, whatever it is, whatever you need to get done in this market. Uh, Joe's going to do it for 1% instead of 3%. He's going to do it for cheaper and a better job. I like that. 
That's what I like to do. I like to get a better job done for less money by a really nice person. And that's what Joe Azer is bringing to the table. 571-989-AZER is the phone number. 571-989-2937. If you are a Joe Azer guy like me, you know that he's the only person to call if you need to buy or sell a home. Make sure you tell him that Shoot sent you. Big Shoot is gaming and he wants you to be a part of it. Head over to Chad Duke Show Gaming on Facebook. Turn on your notifications and you'll know when Shooter is going live. Tune in to see big finishing moves, tall vampire ladies, and samurais in Tsushima. Follow Chad Duke Show Gaming to get all the info you need on any of the giveaways that take place as well. Tor, I feel like it's been a minute since we've done some voicemails, so we better just go ahead and wade right in to some Ask Shoots. This is Ask Shoot. Send us your questions, comments, or queries to mailbag at chaddukeshow.com, and we'll get to them on the show. Easy enough. Get a hold of us, 385-645-5375, or mailbag at chaddukeshow.com. Looks like we got quite a few oh, yeah. voicemails here today. They've been uh, stacking up a little bit. Kudos to the uh, solid dudes for stepping up. Tor checks the voicemail virtually every day, so if there's something you'd like to respond to from that day's show, make sure you go ahead and shoot us a voicemail. Let's head out to Woodbridge, Gigantor, to start things off. Hey, dude. Hey, Tor. This is uh, Rhett from Woodbridge. I had a question for you guys. Dukes, I know in the past uh, you voiced a bit of disdain for people bringing their kids into uh, tap rings and whatnot. Uh, what not alert. Don't disagree with you there. Uh, but I know you're a dog guy, and you know we know Tor is a dog guy of sorts. But uh, I'd be curious on your opinion on this new trend of people bringing their dogs into breweries and tap rooms. Now, I'm a dog guy, love dogs, but I'm not a huge fan of folks bringing their dogs into tap rooms. Am I a bad person? Thanks, guys. Love you. Um, couple of things here. That's a very good question. Uh, I don't bring Ellen out to um, places like that, for, but that's more selfish. I don't want to have to worry about the dog. Um, I gotta say, generally when I'm in a brewery, if there is a well-behaved dog, I am uh, I'm excited. Like I'm excited to see that dog. Um, I like to you know do the smushy face bit and rub rub their heads. May I pet your dog? Always ask if you can pet somebody's dog, and then always do this bit too. Is it a male or female? Because there's as someone that has their dog called him quite a bit when it's she when she's a she. Uh, I don't like it, so um, I always try to give that courtesy. Here's what I say, Tor. Um, there are people that bring their little like, yap pocket dogs and put them up on the bar. There's no fucking place for that at all. Yeah. Um, you know whether or not you should be bringing your dog anywhere. Like, if your dog is well-behaved, it can lay on the floor next to you and be fine. Don't necessarily have a problem with it. I- I'm also old school. I don't necessarily think you should be bringing your dog anywhere where food and drink is being served, especially if it's indoors. Um, but the sense of entitlement we have isn't just parents. It also extends to dogs. I just like dogs more than I like kids. I'm never, your kid being there does nothing but take away from my experience. They're loud. You don't put the headphones in the kid's iPad, so I gotta sit there and listen to their obnoxious little chiming of one of their stupid horseshit waterhead game they're playing. Um, and also, you're there to get drunk. Like, should you really be fucking driving around with a kid in the car when you're drinking a bunch of beers? You should be driving around with a dog in the car when you're drinking a bunch of beers, you know? Um, 
you know, I'm a dog person. I'm not a kid person, so like I I don't mind dogs as much. But I would say it's the same policy. If if well behaved, not bothering me, I, I'm really kind of a live and let live type of guy. That would even go with your if your kids are sitting there silently looking at their coloring books. I think you're a bad parent, but I don't really have as big of an issue with it because. Um, you're not affecting my ability to enjoy myself. Except for the fact that I enjoy cursing in a bar and, and not watching what I say. And I have to with your dumb kids around. I've had mixed experiences with the dogs. Uh, if multiple dogs are there, it starts sounding like a dog park. Uh, so I'm like, okay, you know, we, we're here to play some pool or, you know, have a, a strong beer. Right. Um, but other times it's like, okay, he's, there he is. Good old boy just sitting there. Um, but I don't go to a lot of spots where people can bring dogs. No. You know, I go to dive bars and shit but what i would also offer up is i think roughly in this country i'm not talking about the other p places in this world where there's real problems 90 percent of our problems in this country right now are due to uh entitlement and due to people that are never told no and people that because it's their christ child or their uh you know fur baby that it's you know that's all that matters People need to be told no more. If people were told no more and learned disappointment and, and, and kind of got rid of some of that entitlement, we'd have less kids in bars. We'd have less dogs in bars just because you'd be like, well, this isn't appropriate. I shouldn't do it because of other people. Nobody thinks of other people anymore. They think of themselves. Okay. Um, good question, though, Red. Appreciate you. Let's head out to Loco. Dukes and Tor. Brendan and Ashburn here. Sober today. Uh, the conversation that uh, evolved last week about people calling in for uh, what topics they like or don't like. Some people said that they like football, some said they don't. I, I think it completely misses the point that the sheer amount of content that you guys put out every week is so overwhelming. If you don't like a particular topic, just skip through it. But I appreciate that you cover a wide range of topics, and there's something for everyone. So I, I think that I think that person's a fool that quit their subscription because they want more or less of a particular thing. There's something for everyone. Really appreciate the show. Happy New Year, guys, and have a good one. Um, thank you, bud. Yeah, um, I, I like to think that's the case as well. Like, if, if you don't like football, I'm guessing you like movies, and we did a two-hour movie show this week, you know? I mean, we haven't talked about football once today. I, I, I have decided, Tor, that I'm kind of... I'm kind of done with that. Like, I'm not going to defend what we talk about on this show. I, I think one of the things that I do a really good job of is um, balancing out what should be talked about as opposed to what I want to talk about. Because I think people tune in to hear what you want to talk about, but also, I'll give the example, I would like to talk about competitive Mortal Kombat play for the entire show. And I think you can count on how many fucking fingers, you know, I've brought that up over the past year because I know that a lot of the audience is not interested in that right a lot of the audience even if you don't like football or you don't like the cash money millionaires or you don't like something that comes up on the show you gotta understand that I know better than you do as far as what the audience would prefer and so that's why I feel comfortable talking about it there's lots of stuff that I'd like to talk about way more than I do but I'm, I'm cognizant of the audience yeah, you're real deep in the Mortal Kombat game. It's it's this is all right. Mics are off. The only thing I care about. I, I start hearing. Thanks for the Twinkie. Or something oh like that. yeah, I've, I've been giving Honeybee. Uh, I've been watching Honeybee a lot recently as a competitive player. Hey, don't fucking hey, don't blow my spot up. Oh, um, well, the, the one thing that's cool about supporting streamers is that um, if I like Yellowstone, 
like I can't directly support Kevin Costner, right? right. Nor does he need my support. <laughs> but if you're watching a streamer that's entertaining you for like an hour a day, you send over, you know, five, you know, people do that for me. I do exactly what people do in my video game stream, and I think they're supporting me because they're entertained by me. It's like, hey, thanks, you know, thanks for thanks for the entertainment today. Here's five bucks or whatever the fuck that it is. I like doing that, and then you also get the little endorphin rush of the motherfucker that you're sitting there and watching starts talking to you. Yeah. Call me a loser. That's kind of cool. Like if I was sitting there watching Fallen and John Goodman looks up at me and says, "Hey, Dukes." Just want to say thanks again for watching this movie for the 700th time before he gets shot by fucking Denzel Washington. Spoiler alert. Um, that'd be really cool, wouldn't it? It's a fun. Uh, it's a fun bit because it kind of feels like radio. Why are you, you know? blowing up my spot, bro? I, it's one of the things I remember. Now I'm in the spot somehow. I've, I've learned enough about this. I feel Joker. bad for. I feel bad for Tor because the second the show's <laughs> over, I pop up like three Mortal Kombat streams and I'm like, look at this mix-up. Look like, at this. Can we do a read? And he's like. Oh, you, he just hit it with the... Put him chained together this combo here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. I remember, I remember, I remember Goat explaining watching gaming streamers to me uh, four or five years ago. And I said, how the fuck? Like, why wouldn't you just play the game? He's like, well, these guys can do things I can't, you know? It's like watching football in that way where, like, I can go out and throw a football around. I love having a catch. Sure. I, you know, can't do what Oz Hakeem does. <laughs> you know? I get it. I get it now. I And I was wrong before, and, I, and sometimes you have to admit that. What were we talking about? Uh, content on the show. Oh, yes, yes. I'm not going to apologize anymore for, for what we do on the show. And I, I think Brandon is right and also a drunk. Um, <laughs> that's in the piece you, of shit. When you leave a voicemail and you have to let us know that you're not drunk, that's not good. Um, I, I think that... Uh, I think there's enough of everything, including the bonus shows, where you're always going to get something that you can listen to during the week. But yeah, I think that's fair. It's widespread. Sure. Make all your wide jokes you want. Let's go to ooh, Marshall. I believe that's where Pig and Steak is. Have you ever been to Pig and Steak yet, Tor? I haven't. Titans beat the Dolphins. Bengals beat the Chiefs. Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. <laughs> It's Jordan and Marshall here, and I just wanted to call and say, tighten up, ho, the road to the Super Bowl runs through Nashville. Don't let those haters from the nameless team make you feel bad, Duke. Oh. It's time to get excited. Much love, fellas. I like that. As he's a fellow Titans fan. <laughs> yeah. Tighten up, ho, tighten <laughs> up. Um, I've had a couple of people ask, Tor, and before I floated it, I wanted to, would you be at all available or interested if we did a viewing party for the divisional round for the Titans game. I don't know where we'd do it. Uh, Monks does not have TVs, so couldn't do it there. Uh, I don't think Flying Ace has any TVs, so couldn't do it there. But we probably could find a place to do it. Like, I think it would be a fun thing for everybody to kind of... And look, maybe they just root for the Titans that one day. I'm not asking anybody to forego any allegiances they have to any type of um, football juggernauts like the Atlanta Falcons. But maybe for that one day... Yeah, I got to watch them play on Monday night. That's right. <laughs> Very exciting for you. Um, maybe we all gather around and uh, watch that game. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think there's some pot potential there. If anybody has any ideas on that, shoot it over here. I don't, I don't necessarily have a place I would feel comfortable doing that anymore. I don't think we're going to get a place to pay for it. Uh, but uh, if you're, is there any local watering holes? Maybe you know somebody that would, uh, you know, people. And I don't know how many people would show up for that. 
Um, because not everyone... I, I have asked not one person to be a Titans fan. Uh, that's not true. I've asked Tor to be a Titans fan. He told me to go fuck myself. That's it, though. Anybody else that has come over to my flock is because they're sick of their own fucking team. Like Smoky Mountain Jovan Curse. He's fucking tired of the Redskins. I don't fucking blame him. I watch how tormented he is watching that goddamn team. I've seen a couple people in the supporter chat say, hey, I'm going to try this Titans thing. I ain't asking any of you. What I'm saying is, I think it would be fun if for one day we all watch the game and you guys could, you know, maybe pull. If anybody's there pulling for the fucking Bengals or whoever it is, I'm going to spin your face. Okay. But... <laughs> Well, it's going to be a, it's a Titans watch party, you know? I got big plans for next year, tour. You know that the fucking Titans are coming to Landover, right? Oh, Jesus. You know they're coming here. Oh, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> the Northern Virginia Tennessee Titans fan club? Fucking, we have a... Uh... Can you imagine how upset people are going to be that you haven't been to that stadium in 15 years, and now you're going back to watch Derrick Henry just run for oh, three touchdowns? Oh, it makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. Uh, if you know anybody with a bar, or you work at a bar, or you think you can help us out, uh, reach out on any of the social media or in uh, the email or what have you. That's a good question. Very good question. Let's go to... What do we do? Oh, Chris from Delaware. When is the last time we heard from Chris from Delaware? Not in a while. I'm actually glad he still listens to the show. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Big shooter. Big wigwam. Chris from Delaware. Listen, I was just up in New York City. New York City? And uh, me and my bike, my bike took me out to a uh, barcade. And I've never been to one of these where they got, you know, red guys go in there and you have a bunch of beers. And then you go over and you start shoving all, as much money as you humanly can into these 1980s video games. What a fucking business model. Why isn't there one of these in every fucking street corner out there? Like, seriously, is that the best fucking idea ever? Where was this when I was like in my 20s and Tor's age? What the fuck? I hate being old. Love the show. Well, what? I, I don't understand. What? He's a big fan of the barcade. I know, seems. but why do you have to be 24 to go to a barcade? Yeah. I always get all fucking weirded out by that. Like, I hate being old. Didn't you just go to one? Like, what? what is stopping you? Time? Yeah, did you have fun? Did you drink beers? Did you play video games? It's for your age demographic, because we grew up with PS2s. Yeah, yeah. We Doors, didn't go to the arcade that much. I, I think young people do go to barcades. Like, uh, we got a spot in D.C. that we go to. We went in a couple of them. Yeah, there's one called the Players Club in that, D.C. Is that the one you go to? Oh, yeah. I know. I think I know the guy that runs that joint. I've always wanted to get out there, but it's it's in DC. It's, but it looks uh, real cool. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like half of it is pool and skee ball and pop a shot, and then there's a, a wall of the arcade machines. The other half looks like a 1970s uh, uh, spot. We always had Dave and Buster's. I forgot what the other one was. Called. Jillian's, I think. Like um, that was one up in Baltimore when I worked up there. But those are more. I feel like those are for families. Like the barcade is super dope. Like I, th and there, there, there have been barcades in this country. There's one in Portland, very famous one for years that I want to go out and see. But now they've become omnipresent. Um, I told you about the ones we went to. Into we one called Up Down. I think there's a chain in uh, Nashville, which was fuck. That, that's the place where, that's the place where it happened. When you, I know you have a plan. You have a plan. <laughs> We're gonna go ahead. We, I, I don't know what to do. Me and Jester are gonna stand here at the bar awkwardly and ruin everything. Um, I mean, I've never had more fun in my life than in that fucking place, playing NFL Blitz and just fucking whooping Joe and Ant-Man. That was, it was a blast. Yeah, that business model, the thing that sucks about it as a suburban dude is they don't tend to creep out in the suburbs all that much. It seems like it's a city joint. So, like, uh, I don't know. They're great. I wish they were around when I was in my 20s, but would you have met chicks? There's a lot of chicks that go to the place. But you're still playing video games. To me... The 20s is when you're going out to bars to spit. Like, you're going out to fucking try to find 
somebody to have sex with. Yeah. These, is this, I don't understand. I, I agree with you. Maybe Chris needs to understand where he has that in life. This is for us. Like, I'm married. I'm not, I'm not I'm trying to go out to the bar and get fucked up. And then, oh, by the way, here's a game that I remember playing when I was, you know, 17. Right. In an arcade. What a blessing. I, I, I think you're right, Tor. I think they're more for us. It, it was, I mean, it's fun going there uh, because. By us, I mean me and Chris. Yeah. You and I. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. But it's, it's, it's fun to get drunk and play video games. Do it whenever you want. When, when, uh, when we were at the, the beach this last time. That that arcade machine they had in the basement in the in the fun room. Oh, it was so much fun. It was never not in use. It was a blast, and I, I'm actually kind of bummed out because our house uh, up at Duck is it has a foosball table, but I don't think it has an arcade machine. <laughs> but dude, we rented the same house for next uh, whatever because of that arcade machine. Yeah, it's like you know when you're downstairs, and everybody else is playing pool, and you can just sit there and play Donkey Kong. Like it, it was fucking dope. Drink beers. That was such a great time. I love it. Get drunk playing Caligo. It's fucking great. <laughs> Tell me a better time. Um, I wish there was one. You're in. You can kind of access all of them where you live, but uh, it's a bit of a schlep. Yeah. For your pal, if I want to do that. Okay. Uh, let's go out to uh, Don McLean. Hey guys, Mac and McLean here. Chad, a couple weeks ago, you mentioned what's your problem, man, and I had completely forgotten that about 15 years ago, uh, me and the Bro Dogs stole that idea from you and went bar hopping in Springfield at. Uh, different eateries such as uh, Chipotle, mm. uh, Pizza Joint with the TGI Fridays, Chili's, and uh, of course didn't order any food anywhere. And we were so loud at the Chili's that they uh, asked us to leave. Uh, but it was a rip roaring great time. Uh, wanted to see if Tor and his bro dogs would ever try and recreate that for show content. All right, thanks. Well, you have your answer, because um, you said, would Tor do something for show content? And that answer is always no. And I'd like to point this out officially. Um, I have no beef with the Bro Dogs. Uh, I don't want them involved in the show in any way, shape, or form. Also, they don't subscribe, so they can never stop pounding it in the pound hole. Um, I, again, I think those guys are going out trying for conquest, where what's your problem, man? is better suited. Uh, Oscar and I were in our late 20s, I think, when we uh, were going to go do all that stuff. Yeah. So um, I think that the demo is a little bit off. And maybe in a couple years, you guys can give it a whack. It's um, it's a great idea, but I don't know. There's a little bit of paranoia of somebody just recording you. Look at this group of jerks in the in the Panera Bread. Just Obviously, it's Panera yeah, but I think that could be a good the, thing. Or the, no the noodles and company. I know they serve Corona life. I know, there. but if you go viral fucking wiling out at the goddamn payway drinking Sapporo's, I, I think that could be a big thing. <laughs> okay, but... How many how many videos of, of two uh, two a.m. Waffle House people have you said? Oh, that that's a good look for them. Well, but the, you wouldn't be starting a fight. I think you would just be whooping it up, and then of course you're wearing the uh, the, the the jorts. And I, oh, I um, forgot about that. You forgot about the uniform, I did. the skin tight jorts, uh, and the the combat boots. And then right when they throw you out, you whip around and you all say in unison, "What's your problem, man?" I think it has some potential. I think it really does. I think this could be the movement that it never was for uh, for both. It's a lot of fun, man. By the way, you can't do it in a Fridays. The Fridays has a bar where they actually mean for you to drink at it. It's got to be at a place where you know the only reason they have a bar is to make drinks for the soccer moms coming in, you know, when they have their book club meeting or whatever. Right. They're getting one drink max. And then it's... No. Like Ruby Tuesday probably would work. Applebee's used to work before they kind of started their own discotheque at night. Yeah, and now Applebee's is a big 
college spot because they got the very cheap drinks. You get the appetizers. You keep telling me that. I can't believe that. Uh, there, there was one in Rhode Island that a bunch of. It's just it was. That's where you go on a, if you felt like getting fucked up on a Monday night. Right. That's where you would go. All right, fair enough. Just one dollar uh, vodka sodas or whatever it was. Oh look, I the Bahama when Big Rig was down in. Uh, he went back to Louisiana for a year. He said every night they had a different dollar drink at Applebee's, and he would just go there and order eight of them. <laughs> yeah, might have led to some problems, but I, uh, you know, I'm not here to judge. <laughs> All right, let's, oh, no, we have a, a nameless person? Yeah. Oh, leave your name and where you uh, call from when you call the show, please. Hey, Chad and Tor, I'm just calling in because it's the one-year anniversary of the show, and I'm a founding member, been listening since the very beginning, and I just want to say that I just I appreciate what you guys do. It puts a big smile on my face every day, and right now in my life, I'm going through a tough time with my wife because she's, she's going through a mental health crisis, and... Just me trying to figure out how I can help her. It's been tough on me. And one of the few things that helps me get through today is this show. So keep it up, guys. I love you guys. I'm going to be with this show all the way to the end. Thank you. Well, thanks, bud. I appreciate that. Um, I tell you what, I know what uh, I know what he's talking about. When my uh, <coughs> excuse me, when my chick had COVID for the first time. Um, she was really sick and there's not, uh, it's a weird, t- and I'm sure when you have kids, it's even like doubled, but it's a weird type of helpless tour when the person that you're with is, is going through something and you, there's nothing really you can do. Um, it's a weird type of helpless, especially if you're like, God, I wish I could swap spots with you so I could go through this and you didn't have to. So I, I get it, sir. Um, and it sucks. He's got to keep on keeping on and keep on being there. We always just have the people when you do a radio show, they call in and they threaten to kill themselves. And that's like your job to talk them off the fucking ledge or whatever, which of course you're not qualified to do whatsoever. Yeah. But I always have the same advice. I'm like, hey, like um, I, under- I absolutely understand people having suicidal thoughts. I think more people do than don't. And, you know, we have to stop turning into some sort of, all right, we throw a fire blanket over this person and then wrap them in bubble wrap. It's like, here's what you got to do if you're that low. Um, there's somebody in your life that is going to be absolutely devastated if you kill yourself. And what you have to do is you ha- can't be selfish enough to make a decision based on your problems and not theirs. And that's what I always used to say to those people. It's like, you don't, I'm sorry, it's not a luxury. You can't do it because you're going to ruin something. Like, even if it's the person that comes and finds you, like you don't, you don't do that to someone else. So you got to figure out a way to work through it. It's a very rudimentary first step. But it's always the advice that I gave whenever one of those things happened. Um, I've not been qualified at all to give advice like that. So, um, yeah, I, I realize it's probably a tough spot you're in right now, man. But you got to keep on keeping on. And I'm glad the uh, I'm glad the show is helping you out in some different way. If you're feeling hungry, go check out the show's presenting sponsor, Monk's Barbecue in Percival, Virginia. You can follow Monk's on Twitter and Instagram at Thanks Monk's everybody for BBQ. tuning in. That's Thank you, Monk's Orgy Beard, for on the Instagram shell. and Twitter. Um, Thanks for the consistent listenership that we've gotten on the Friday shows. Uh, it's a lot of fun to do, and it's a lot of fun to go back through the week and find the the, the segments that would be we, we think would be best and most fun for everybody to uh, to enjoy. Um, thanks to Monk's Barbecue for being the presenting sponsor of the show, and then additionally uh, tomorrow at Commonwealth Dry Goods, it is the debut of Commonwealth Video. So if you are looking to participate in that, make sure you go to Commonwealth Dry Goods. Uh, tomorrow on Saturday, it's going to be a blast. Well, this is the last you'll hear from us until tonight at 7 p.m. on Facebook uh, for the Big Jacket bonus show. Uh, that is going to be what it is. I, I, I don't know how I can sell it. Uh, it. It should be 
interesting is what I'm going to say. It's the first time we've done a clothing-specific bonus show, so it'll be interesting. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in, uh, and then we'll see you tonight on Facebook. And if not, uh, if you are not a subscriber, we'll see you next week on here. Or if you are intrigued by anything that's been said today, you can go to chadukeshow.com and just subscribe, and you get our entire back catalog uh, of the uh, of the shows that we've done since the genesis of the show. So if you want to do that, go ahead, sign up. This is kind of uh, our little push to get you to do that. Uh, and if not, then we'll see you back here next Friday. Anyways, uh, on with the big jackets tonight. When I get my stacks